Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. What's up, guys? It's good to be back. How you doing, Nader? I'm ready to talk some fantasy. It's been an interesting week and a little bit of a sad week. Why has it been a sad week? Our boy, AJ Green. Oh, no. I mean, you're really high on Tyler Boyd, Boyd, as I remember. Yes. So, does that help or hurt him? I don't know. I think it. I think he's basically in the same spot as he was beforehand. Like, yeah, now he has more targets to catch, but now he's going to be especially schemed on by defenses since now he's the number one receiver. And I don't know if I'd put him in the A.J. Green status of talent. No, I, I definitely don't think so. But, I mean, it says it's a sprained ankle. He's going to get an MRI. We'll get some more information about it. Does this concern you long term? Yeah, I think now he has both foot because this was on the opposite foot that he's had problems. Now he has both foot injuries and problems. Now they're probably just going to keep reoccurring. I mean, the season hasn't even started. He hasn't even gotten tackled yet and he's already in pain. Uh, I am very skeptical on drafting him. Do you you know what this means though? Let's hear it. It's fantasy football season. It's fantasy football season. It is fantasy football season for sure. I do want to... You know, shout out and so much respect to the people that have already drafted. You guys are all sociopaths. I love it. But you guys are just the elite cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. No fear. No fear. I no love fear. It. Just I going wish, for it. Yeah, I wish I could do that, but nobody in my league would uh, follow my suit. I mean, I would have done it. You would have done it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I got to draft next year, right after the year. As long <laughs> as I get a draft in, let's do it, baby. All right. Now, how would you feel if you were like a Melvin Gordon? You drafted like Melvin Gordon in the first. And then like say in like the third, maybe we'll give him it. He drafted like AJ Green. He's probably pooping himself right now. He's probably really sad. And then he drafted Gurley in the second. (laughs) 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 So we're going to get a little bit of news. Obviously, we started off with a little bit of AJ Green. Um, Golden Tate. Four game suspension for PEDs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really know where you would draft him. He's probably going undrafted. I would probably not draft him depending on if he actually gets suspended or not. I believe he is going to appeal it. But even regardless, say he's not suspended, you're not really excited to take him. I mean, there is a value to him. I mean, he's drafted round nine pick 11 so i mean he's late late rate value they just the upside's not there uh he could have some upside knowing that there isn't much competition on the giants i mean the next best receiver is sterling shepherd or evan ingram they're not biggest competitors to golden tate i think he could definitely have some value in especially in the later rounds like if say he's going in the eighth i'd probably Scoop him up, especially if he's not suspended. I mean, his ADP is the ninth, almost the tenth round. Yeah, so you'll have some mm-hmm. sort of value with whoever's getting drafted in that range. Um, yeah, it's just not going to be a guy who has a whole bunch of upside for you, especially because he got suspended. Yeah, for four games. If I he's mean, suspended, I'm not taking him. At I mean, all. they're they're saying that he's going to try to appeal it, but it doesn't look that great. 
But I wanted to let you know who's around that area because, I mean, Rams' defense is there. Huh. I know how you like your defenses. They're important. <laughs> but you got, like, Dante Freeman, uh, Foreman, Damian Harris, uh, Jared Goff, Kiki QT, uh, McKinnon's in that same area, Curtis Samuel. So, I mean, are you really going to draft him over any of those guys? For me, uh, for no. me, probably not. No. I, I, I don't see it. it. Curtis Samuel's upside's a lot better. McKinnon's upside's better. McKinnon's hurt um, now. Yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah, he, had a, he had a flare up in one of it in his torn ACL knee. Did he really? Yeah. So he's on the PUP as of right now. <laughs> oh, my God. So, it's not really a surprise, though. I'm not surprised at all. Right now, Brita is my main man right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you got Kiki QT, Dante Foreman, yeah. Damon Harris. There's upside there. A lot more upside. Yeah. And him. Cortland Sutton is picked. I think six or seven picks before him. Yeah, and I'd still much rather having Sterling Shepard. Yeah. So he's not important or relevant in my opinion. In your in your expertise. Yes. And course. then Theo Riddick got released by the Lions. That's huge for carry on. Oh, now it's massive for carry on. They need a receiving back, which is going to be now carry on. And uh, I think now CJ Anderson is going to have a little bit of a bigger role. Now, but still not fantasy relevant to get in the way of carry on. But he's going to be probably eating a couple of touches now. Yeah, but I mean that's that's big news. Yeah, for carry on, that's especially good news for, for PPR, half PPR. Yeah, just anything else. Yeah, in I, general, this is going to be basically free points for carry on. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, so we have some big names that are not showing up to camp. If two first round RBs, <laughs> Zeke. And Gordon with two different situations, in my Complete. opinion. So, first, do you think Gordon's going to play this year? So, now he's supposed to make $5 million this year, I believe. I mean, uh, we're saying only $5 million, but that's that's $5 million. That's really a lot. I'll take $5 million. I'll take five do you million. have $5 million? I, I wish I had Does he five want me million. to play for him this year so he doesn't get hurt? I think you should. I think you can do it. I have one good knee, so I'm available. Really? Yep. I'll hmm. do it for half. I'll take you. I'll draft you in the first round. <laughs> Appreciate it. Good looking out. Thank you. No, I got you. Your team's going to be full of studs. <laughs> <laughs> Kickers and defense. Um, and I'll be your kicker. Uh, Zeke. So, Zeke, I think he'll be playing. I think he's just trying to desperately grasp at a new contract. I mean, he's still under contract for another year. He's not going to go two years without playing. That's just not going to happen. Yeah, I think he's got two years left. Yeah, yeah exactly. So he's, and it's a different situation for Gordon because this is the last year on his contract. Yes. So technically, he is going to get fined. This isn't a Le'Veon Bell situation where if he doesn't show up, he's not going to get fined. Exactly. I he's mean, still under contract. He's still under contract. This is not uh, um, anything like that. So he's going to get fined 30 k every day for a missed OTAs or training camp. I mean, he's, I mean, he's going to get fined a hefty amount. Yeah, for sure. So the bottom line is, do we think he's actually going to show up? It seems like both of them dig, dug in, and they're not going to change their mind. The GM says he's here. He's has no plan on trading him. Mm-hmm. So the char- someone's yeah. got to give at some point. Exactly. The Chargers have came out and said they offered him a contract between 10 and $11 million a year. I thought that was really good. Why? Because why? Because running backs are irrelevant. Like they're just system backs. They're just system backs. Yeah, if you're in a good system, you're gonna succeed. Now, I 
do think they're both going to play this year. I don't think Melvin's going to sit out this whole year. I mean, he has. I think he has to. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't. I say he he's probably going to hold out for six games. Really, I I do. I think if he if he doesn't come back, if he misses the first game, I think he's going to be missing six at least. Really, that's my opinion. That's so hopefully we get some good news. Hopefully he shows up to camp. Um, but now it's it's definitely a risk to draft him. Yeah. Now the people who are in from like the fifth to seventh round or not round pick are a little bit in a predicament because he was supposed to go around that area. Yeah. Now you're going to have to skip him. Yep. And it's also put a lot of pressure on the people in the end of the round. Depends how risky you want to be. Exactly. You you don't, I mean, you don't want to draft Gordon at seven or eight and then draft Gurley on the turnaround. Yes. Because your team could be complete garbage or they could be really good. They could be really good. You don't, you don't know if they play, I mean, if they play, I mean, we know uh Gurley's going to play. It's just how much now healthy he'll be, but it's more Gordon. He's the, the question mark. Now, a lot of the teams that I don't think even if he was to go to another team, I don't think Gordon would get that big of a contract because he's only had last year to prove that he is somewhat decent. Like the past years is, I think he has an average, Rush per carry of under four. So, because you think backs are system backs, do you think it's going to be a straight swap for like Justin Jackson or Austin Eckler to go in there? Like, I I don't think so. Gordon Gordon is a stud. I definitely think so. I mean, Austin Eckler, I think, is going to pick up on some passing plays for sure. And I think Justin Jackson will be sprinkled in there for sure if he's not, if Gordon's not playing. Now the they, value obviously yes. jumps for them. Tremendously. Obviously. Now, they did draft, I believe, an RB. He might be more worth looking at now. Is it Newsome? Uh, I can't I'm, remember. I'm the name not positive. Of yeah. Off the top of my head, I do not know. Um, I don't know. I, I think Justin Jackson is the guy to have there. Yeah. I think Eckler more in PPR, half PPR. Yeah. Uh, they're guys to look out for, especially if you're in Dynasty League and for some weird reason Justin Jackson or Eckler's on the waiver wire. Which they shouldn't be. Uh, no, they shouldn't be. Uh, pick them up. Stash them. Do what you got to do. Uh, see if this Gordon situation increases. Zeke, I definitely think he'll be playing all 16 games. So yeah, yeah. I'm not concerned about it. I think I'm he's just worried. trying to make a statement, you know. But mm-hmm. he does have two more years left. You can't sit out all two years and then come back in the NFL no. and expect nothing's well, going to change. No, he's. I mean, he's. He won't sit out this year. Yeah, he can't sit out this year. It, it's not going to work that way. Um, in other news, Sterling Shepard left thumb fracture. Already? Yeah. So Sterling Shepard and Golden Taylor are going to be gone. Uh, it's. A, they say it's a week to week basis. I mean, it's not really the start the Giants want, but Evan Ingram jumps up. It does, and I think it brings Saquon down. Saquon down? Yes, I think it brings him down. Okay, and then just because they're gonna, everyone's gonna focus on on Saquon. Everything's gonna focus on Saquon, even with them on the field or without them. It just makes it worse. There's been rumors Daniel Jones is gonna take over that spot. He should. He's talented. It's amazing. Is he? Is he? I love him. He's a stud. That's my guy. God. Um, and then Corey Coleman. Towards ACL. Towards ACL. Another so the Giants are having a great, having, great first week. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can't even draft Dez or sign Dez because Dez tore his Achilles a couple months ago. Yeah. I mean, it's how fancy relevant are the Giants going to be? Saquon may. Saquon's going to be. He's going to be fantasy for sure. relevant, but for sure. I, he won't. He's not going to be that first overall draft pick that everybody else is taking him at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens. Uh, I think we all know that Giants are going to be pretty horrible. Yeah, dog doo doo. Yeah, for sure. Why don't we get into the division? All right. So we're going NFC South. NFC South. I we're going to start it. off with the. Uh, Division champs, New Orleans Saints. Yeah. 13 wins, three losses. You want to get into it? Yeah, let's go. I mean, they have a top three RB. He's definitely going to be a T1 elite Alvin Kamara. You have a T1 receiver, Michael Thomas. You have a tier one. He receiver. hasn't he, he hasn't shown up to camp yet because he wants an extension. Yes. But I'm, no one's really concerned about that, I yeah, don't report, think. Yeah, reports said that they've already, like, Negotiated a contract. Yeah. I think they're finalizing it. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, I'm pretty sure Michael Thomas will be safe. I love they it. have Drew Brees, top five QB, top three probably, and Jared Cook. I mean, I'm a little afraid of the tight ends. Jared Cook did have a resurrection of a career last year, but will that happen with the Saints? I'm not entirely sure. Well, I mean, he was with the Raiders, and uh, Carr went throw it down the field, to save his life. No. And they had no other options. So, I mean, he got targeted a lot. So did Richard, Jalen Richard. So, I mean, it's it's a little bit different in an offense where you have a lot of players. A lot of mouths to get, feed. Yeah, a lot of mouths to feed. So, um, he's definitely a good tight end spot for everybody. For Breeze-wise, he's more of like, he's a QB1 in my opinion, but a later QB one, ninth, tenth overall yeah. quarterback for me. But um, why don't we talk about some Kamara? <sighs> Alvin Kamara. I mean, Mark Ingram's gone. Kamara's going to get picked. What? Top five. Top, top three. four at least. Top three with all this news. If C A F Zeke sitting out, people drafting might want Kamara just for the safety. Yeah. I agree. And Saquon. I'd I'd probably say if you want to be a safer pick, I'd probably take Camaro over both of them at this point. Saquon and Zeke? Zeke, yeah. Yeah, I could I could see that. Would you have Christian McCaffrey number one overall, though? Or would it be Alvin Kamara? Because if you're going over Saquon and Zeke, you're probably going, mm. that's number one overall pick. Yeah. Right? I, you could definitely justify CMC as the number one overall as of right now, especially in half PPR and PPR leagues, just because he's basically a wide receiver too and an RB one. Yeah, I mean he's it, it, PPR leagues. He's a stud. That's it. He's I a stud in any league. Exactly. He's a top, like you said, tier one running back, easy. And I think with Ingram leaving, I know there's Latavius Murray, and I do think he'll take touches. From Kamara in the goal line situations because that's pretty much what he's going to do. Um, mm-hmm. But Kamara's a stud. Yeah, exactly. You Mark Ingram was on that team, and Mark Ingram was a T1 RB, and Kamara was still putting up monstrous points. I rank Lactavius Murray, Lactavius Murray worse than uh, Mark Ingram, so I think this is just a more of a plus for Kamara. Yeah, I mean... 
you saw in those first four games without Ingram. Exactly. That he just put up monster points. So if he gets that volume that we know he can get, he could easily be the number one running back mm-hmm. this exactly. year. He could definitely be a stud. He's going to win you weeks for yeah. sure. And I mean, if, if you're concerned about it, Latavius Murray, I mean, I wouldn't be as concerned with it. You can always draft him. I think he's going pretty high, though. Murray? Yeah. No way. Yeah. For what you think you would get for Latavius Murray, I'm It's probably sure. the offense. Yeah, I, his value is going to be a lot higher. I'll try to look it up. Um, but Michael Thomas is going to be a stud, obviously. Yeah, he's basically, I'd say, a bust-proof wide receiver. I mean, he's got a lot of talent. I mean, basically, like his Instagram name, it's you can't guard Mike. I don't think anybody in the league can. Yeah. Uh, Latavius Murray's round seven. Round seven? That's not too bad. It's it's pretty high for a Murray pick, I think. But um, if you have Kamara, saves you in the long run. You don't have to worry about it if he goes down. But uh, he's going to be a stud. Yeah, It's not really any news, anything different. Now, then, what about like Ted Ginn or Traquan Smith? Are you dealing with them? Uh, Traquan, I would get late. Uh, Ted Ginn, I'm not really interested in. No. I don't, I don't see a lot of value in there. At Traquan, you can get super late, sometimes undrafted. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about it. But uh, exactly in that in that round, like fourteen, fifteen range. No, he's it, going there. It, round fourteen is where he's going, and he puts up thirty points games ADP. every once in a while. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, you got Michael Thomas to separate you, and then you have Alvin Kamara in the back. I mean, they can't really zone in on him at all. You know, yeah. I think there's definitely things for him to improve in, but yeah. his his opportunity is going to be there. Yeah. With Drew Brees throwing you that ball, I am. I think I'd probably reach, dare I say, to pick him up if he's going in the 14th round. I mean, would you rather have him or Debo Smith, Debo Samuel? Uh, Traquan. Traquan. Yeah, because Traquan. Traquan's in a in the same system that he was in. You know, he's got a top-tier quarterback. Jimmy G's not a top-tier quarterback. Hot take? No hot take, just the truth. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, you can't even try to compare them. No. One person hasn't even played a full season, Another and the other one Bowl. is going to be a Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's one Super Bowl. <laughs> so uh, the difference is, is, is crazy amount. But on the Saints, you do have Michael Thomas that's a top-tier. And on the Niners, you really don't have – a top tier wide receiver. Exactly. I mean, you have Pettis, but Pettis is not a top tier. You think Pettis is a wide receiver three, wide receiver two this year? Uh, I think think? wide receiver two by default. I think he has upside for sure because there's really no one to throw to other than Kittle. Exactly. And Debo Samuel is a younger, like a running back as a wide receiver. I mean, we'll see what he does, but he is a rookie. So it does take a little bit of time. To understand all the platforms and, and especially systems, that offense, you know? yeah, yeah. So Traquan, I think he might be a sleeper to to straight up steal. Yeah, He's I mean fourteenth. You can look around. I mean, Debo Samuel's going in that same area. Andy Isabella is Kenny Stills, um, Giovanni Bernard, C.J. Anderson. 
Noah Fant, stuff like that. So, I mean, Traquan's probably one of the safer guys, but Brita's going that same area. I'd rather have Brita. 13 12. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people would rather have Brita. Brita's upside's pretty high. Yeah. Um, has especially outside. that McKinnon got hurt. Yeah, McKinnon, I think he will be a one of those backs that he's going to be missing more than playing. Yeah, and that makes sense. And it hurts to say that because I think he's really good. I, I agree. I agree with that for sure. Do you want to talk about New Orleans kicker? Because I know you love your kickers. Hey, high-powered offense, high-powered kicker. Just how it goes. High-powered kicker. You, you like sure that? about that? Yeah. No, so, hey, so if Traquan's going in the 14th, uh, Justin Tucker probably has a higher ADP. I have no idea what Justin Tucker's ADP is. Would you like me to look that up for you? Kind of. I'm not going to lie. Let's look up Justin Tucker's. 1305. 13. See? Justin Tucker, worth more than Traquan Smith. Take that to the bank. Take it to the bank? Take it to the bank, baby. Is that your kicker of the week? Kicker of the kick of the year. Kicker of the year. Mm-hmm. Good lord! All right, let's move on. We're liking the Falcons right now. You want to move on to the Falcons? Let's do the Falcons. Unless you have something else you want to talk about on the Saints. No, I think I think we're pretty good. I think everyone knows what Breeze is probably going to do. Kamara yeah. is going to be there. Michael Thomas is going to be a stud. Going to be a top five wide receiver. Yeah. Top two in, in PPR platform. Um, yeah. It's a very straight up, straightforward team right there. You know, you got the studs, you take them, and you're going to start them. I agree. Alrighty, now the Falcons. This one, I think it's just as straightforward as the Saints. This division in general, I think, is very strong and very fantasy relevant. Such as, I mean, we have Matt Ryan. He's also going to be most likely a top five QB. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be great. Uh, he's got weapons all around him. Everywhere. So you can't be really concerned about it. Um, we'll see what Calvin Ridley does and Julio Jones. And I see if Freeman's healthy. You got Austin Hooper, all that. So, I mean, he's his, his value is going to be pretty high it depends if it's a four point passing league or six point passing league um but the value there is going to be pretty good because i think it's like round seven that he's going to be drafted at yeah now would you take a cam newton over injured as of right now yeah matt ryan's drafted adp is seventh round second pick roughly that's pretty good that's pretty good value for sure now they also drafted two O-lineman in the first round. Is that so, that's something you want to see because that only bumps the stock of everybody on that team from Freeman to Julio Jones without actually giving them any competition to work for. I think that's really good on the Falcons. I like to give them a lot of kudos for that because they already had a stud offense. They just had a really bad O-line. I think that really raises Devontae Freeman's stock. Only if he can stay healthy, of course. Yeah, I mean... We'll have to see. Ito Smith would be a sleeper for sure if if Freeman gets hurt again, which is a high possibility. Highly likely. So, I mean, it's a guy to look out for and to try to draft later in the rounds. Um, he's not getting drafted that high at all. So, I would try to pick him up. I mean, round 
ish round 11 is where you're going to see him at. Is, that could be ADP. free value. So, I mean, it could be high value or it could be nothing if Freeman's healthy. healthy. But, yeah. I mean, I did hear Dan Quinn saying he's got a lot of talent on the running back front. So, I think they are going to give Smith some touches for sure. Yeah. I mean, you would be. I'd be a little concerned if it was only one running back taking the whole load in the beginning of the year. You might see a little Todd Gurley situation where he's just burnt out at the end and can't really handle anything. So, I mean, I'm not too concerned if Hedo Smith is taking some carries from him, especially if Devontae Freeman is as efficient as he was a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he definitely can be uh, RB1 this year. BT1. But we'll have to see if he stays healthy. We'll have to see what they are planning to do with their offense. I mean, they have a lot of weapons. A lot. So they will be in the red zone. They'll be a top five uh, offense this year. Of course. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, the Falcons love not throwing to Julio in the red zone. I don't understand it. So Freeman's just going to eat in there. Yeah. So. And, their, and their defense is getting healthy yes yeah. last year they were not healthy at all so i mean it better defense they're not gonna be able to have to throw as much as they did last year because their defense got destroyed by injuries so there is some value i mean Devonte freeman is a guy that you can get in the fourth round that can win you a league maybe yeah he's gonna be he's gonna be a pick that either really propels you or he could possibly set you back but I would definitely look towards more of the propelling. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Now, Julio, I'm expecting second round, of course. He's going to be in the high second rounds. He's a top three receiver. Just no, n- nothing about it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Every year he gets 1,400 yards. Yeah. It's the touchdowns that never get there. Exactly. Um, But he's always going to be a steady stream wide receiver for you. Yeah. Plug and play no matter the matchup. You won't have an issue. Uh, You have Muhammad Sanu and you have Calvin Ridley. Um, Ridley, I think we saw a lot of touchdowns from last year. Uh, He's definitely going to be a very good player for your your fantasy football team. Yeah. He was a little bit roller coastery towards the end, but I mean, that's just going to, that's just what's going to happen when you have Julio Jones soaking up a lot of targets and yards. So, regardless, I like Calvin Ridley a lot. Yeah. I like Sanu a lot. I mean, he had 10 touchdowns. That's a lot for a rookie. 10 touchdowns for a rookie. So, there's going to be some regression there, I think. Um, but his yards will increase. I think he'll be a 1,000-yard receiver this year. 2,000-yard receivers, huh? I think so. Damn. I mean, he had 821 yards last year. Okay, 90, so he's basically 92 targets. Yeah, he's not far from it. So, he's not far from it. And I mean, he'd say he gets 110 targets. Uh, a thousand yard receiver in my opinion yeah he could definitely what's he going for the fifth round sixth round That's where yeah I'd he's say. it's fourth fourth, fourth or round? fifth I mean 412 is his ADP so there's still a lot of players you can get in the fourth fourth you, you have a lot of, a lot of different options I think it's going to depend on what you have for RBs what your platform is and what you're kind of going to be looking at if you have keepers, anything like that. But definitely, I mean, you have Galladay in that same situation. You have Godwin in that same area. Um, Robert Woods, Kenyon Drake, Philip Lindsay, Brandon Cooks, 
all in that same kind of area. And Sony Michelle in the fifth. Damn, Sony Michelle's starting to drop. Everyone's concerned about that knee. Yeah, which is understandable. So, would you rather have Cal out of out of everybody that you've listed? Would you rather have Calvin Ridley over them? I would probably rather have Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup over Lindsay, even after the ACL? Yeah. That's interesting. I hear that's interesting. So, if you look at Cooper Cup, he was, I think, almost the number one receiver in the first five weeks before he got hurt. Him or uh, Thielen? Cooper Cup or Thielen? I like Cooper Cup. I don't even know what Thielen's going at. Probably, it's probably around third there, round yeah. or something. Third, yeah, third round. Way, t- way too, way too heavy for me. I, I think Thielen and Cooper Cup are almost exactly the same people, but Cooper Cup's younger and and a little bit more talented. Probably on a better offense. And on a better offense, yeah. So I mean, you're you're getting, you're, you're spending two more rounds for a guy who you could technically get in the fifth round if you think Cooper Cup's that guy. And I think he is. Not bad. You now, know. let's steer it back to the Falcons. Well, let's go. Are you worried about Austin Hooper? He's never been a standout tight end. No, but if I remember correctly, he is the – was the 10th tight end last year? I think he was still a tight end one last year. That's and mostly I mean, because of a weak tight end. Oh, Ooh. for sure, mostly a weak tight end class, but or tight ends, but – I mean, it's a wide receiver one, or it's a tight end one. It's just not hard to do, and they're all over the place, but that's top 12. Would you rather have a Vance McDonald? I think his upside is a lot higher, Vance, just because Antonio Brown left, which is, I think, 166 targets gone, and you have Juju Smith-Schuster and then Dante, Dante Moncrief and James Washington over there, and you have Vance McDonald. I think there's less talent on the Steelers than there is on the Falcons. Yeah, I could go. In with that. my opinion, I could go with that. And I think there's more mouths to feed with the Falcons than the Steelers. There's a lot of targets that are available for Vance McDonald yeah, in we, that offense. We briefly touched on Evan Ingram. You'd probably rather have him than Austin Hooper. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I would definitely rather have that. Yeah, I think this is a very straightforward team. They have their studs. You're drafting them. You're drafting them early, and you're going to be happy with it. Yeah, I mean, there's not really anything to sneeze about, but, I mean, their kicker. You want to talk about their kicker? I don't even know who their kicker is. Georgie Tavecchio. That's a cool name. I mean, he played on the Raiders for a little bit. Did he? Matt Bryant's gone. That makes me a little sad. It does. I know you're a kicker fan. All righty then. Let's move on to the Panthers. Now, this isn't as eye-popping as the past two teams, but it's definitely a talent-filled and a sleeper-filled roster. I mean, we have Cam Newton. What are we expecting out of him? Are we concerned about his shoulder? I think you have to be. I mean, he he was a poor thrower before the shoulder injury, I would say, in my opinion. So I'm definitely going to be a little skeptical even after the throwing injury, or after the surgery. How many surgeries has he had? I think it was three. I'm I'm not positive. But, I mean, the value for Cam Newton 
no one's drafting him because of those injuries. But he's still a running quarterback. High How much are, is he going to run? I think more than throw. More than throw? Yeah, and he was one of the, he was the king of the QB sneak. You're on the one yard line. Cam Newton's just reaching his hand over him. He's getting the easy touchdown. He's going to get you those six point touchdowns since he's running it in. Unless you have a passing league that does six touch exactly. six points for a time. Yeah, uh, round nine. Round nine. That's that's good value. That's very good value. That could. Yeah, I Can mean, that, I would draft him yes. in the ninth round. Exactly. I take him. Russell Wilson's probably going a little bit earlier than that. I'm sure he is. Yeah. I'm it's sure probably that area, general area. Uh no, he's. I mean, he's round nine too. Really? Yeah, Russell Wilson's round nine. I'd too. probably take Russell I think Wilson over him. Figuring out that quarterbacks are useless, and you could probably draft them late. Yeah, yeah I mean, which what is you, a smarter option? What are you losing drafting either of them in the ninth round? I'd probably still take Russell Wilson a little bit more. Would you? You think Wilson's safer? I think he's safer. I mean. He I think less. there's way more upside for Newton just because Seahawks like running ball. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Newton their, has their much offense more is a is a little bit different. And then they have Christian McCaffrey, which they want to run the ball with him, but he's great out of the backfield. Exactly. So I mean, with him in the backfield, you what it's six, six passing touchdowns just off of him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I mean, I think Newton's value right now is is great yeah it's so low that you can just get a steal off of him he could win you a league and say you draft him in the ninth and he doesn't do well i mean you can get rid of him just no problem oh yeah um christian mccaffrey he might be going first overall now with all these running backs holding out i think the top four picks are pretty easy to announce i mean it just depends on what your flavor is yeah who you want what team you like, what guy you like better, mm-hmm. and you could really draft any of them in that first especially overall. At this point. At this, especially at this point with Zeke News. Zeke News and Saquon just being the, the only option yeah, there. The only option now. Yeah. Uh, McCaffrey or Kamara, I think they're the safest with probably the highest I th- upside. I think McCaffrey's probably the safest. There's no one behind yeah. McCaffrey. That's a, That's debatable. Okay. Let's hear it. Kamara's in a better offense. Probably okay. a better O-line. Uh-huh. I think he'll just have more opportunities to punch it in. That's understandable. I think he, it's a coin flip. He can go I either th- way. I think Christian McCaffrey bulked up for a reason. He definitely bulked up. They, they didn't go out and try to get anyone to to help him out. And the Saints got Latavius Murray. And I know we don't think he's the greatest, but he is an option that they paid to come in and take – some snaps from him. The only people that the Panthers got was Jordan Scarlett, the running back, which wasn't very high. I think it was the fourth or fifth round. Yeah. So, I mean, I think McCaffrey's going to get that workload. I think he could be huge this year and have a great year as long as he stays healthy. Which I think he will. He never really takes a big hit. And he's jacked. He's pretty big. Surprised he didn't get a PED fucking four game suspension. Yeah, more power with him. Nice job. <laughs> Either he knows the system or he's doing it naturally. Nice job. Now, more importantly, the wide receivers are pretty interesting. It's not bad. Uh, no, not at all. Like, I'm a big DJ Moore fan. Yes. Um, I think you know that. 
Mm-hmm. But his mm-hmm. value is in the fifth, almost the sixth round. I think that's a little high. It's for him. it's it is a little high. I, I do agree with that statement. And you also have Curtis Samuel, which I think is going in the tenth round. And I think he might be better than DJ Moore. Yeah, he's going in the tenth round. So you have almost a five round difference for the potentially same talent. Potentially the same talent. And he was drafted in the second round. So you know they do want to use him. They had high hopes for him. He got injured his first his rookie year, mm-hmm. and he was a little bit injured last year. So, I mean, the value there. Do you really want to spend up for DJ Moore, or do you want to get Curtis Samuel later on and see what you got? Mm-hmm. And, exactly. I mean, technically you could do both. I mean, right now you have to think of it as, would you rather have DJ Moore or Curtis Samuel? I mean, I, I like DJ Moore. Really? I really like G- DJ Moore. But do I think there, DJ Moore is going to do more, five rounds more worth of Curtis Samuel? No, no, I don't think so. No, not at all. I think Curtis Samuel will be the, the wave. It's going to be the move. Because, I mean, like we were saying in that same realm of it's a later round DJ Moore. I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers, OJ Howard. Tariq Cohen, Deshaun Watson, uh, Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams' upside could be higher than DJ Moore. Yeah, I, I mean, I know there's not a lot of people for DJ Moore to compete with. Uh, I know Mike Williams has Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, and, and Gordon if he's there. Um, but the value, I, I just don't see it there. And yeah. you got Tyler Boyd in the sixth round right yeah, now. Yeah, it's hard to just. I think it's a little bit hard to justify DJ Moore in the fifth. Mm-hmm. I think. I think he'll drop as the year goes or as the preseason goes. I think he'll drop a little. Yeah. But regardless, I'd rather have Curtis Samuel wherever DJ Moore drops to. So do you do you think Curtis Samuel is going to have – I mean, he had five touchdowns last year, 494 yards. What are we thinking with his projections? In the 10th round, uh, I like 700 yards and five touchdowns. I think that's a, a safe – yeah. A safe guess. Yeah. And I mean, we'll see how many rushing attempts he gets too, because they do like to mess with him. They have to do some that. gadget plays, have some, have some run plays for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but that guy is definitely a sleeper to look out for. Yeah. He's definitely a huge sleeper with a lot of upside. And I mean, if you're spending a 10th round for him, I mean, what are you really losing? Nothing. Exactly. Really so nothing. I'd much rather have Curtis Samuel. Uh, Greg Olson, I am. How worried are you? Worried about him coming back? Production, staying healthy, talent, the whole for nine yards. I don't know if I'm that worried about him. All right. I think I, I mean I don't think I have great high hopes for him in the first place. Greg Olson or Austin Hooper? Ooh. Um Hooper. Greg Olson or Jared Cook? Cook. Cook. Hmm. Yeah. Cook. Not bad, not bad. Okay. I mean, I can get behind that. Greg Olson, I mean, he's he's not a touchdown maniac. He's kind of a yards guy. Usually puts up 70, he's, 80 He's yards. almost going undrafted at this point. At this point, yeah. I would so, probably do the same. I mean, you're not really risking anything. I just don't. I don't see him having a ton of upside. 
No, there's a lot more tight ends I'd rather you know, be putting. It's, it's a he's a guy that you can definitely draft if you didn't draft a tight end early, and you just want to wait and wait and wait and mm-hmm. pick him up on free agency or get him in the last couple rounds and be able to have a starting tight end that will get you some sort of points consistently. Yeah, I Greg Olson's not bad. He's not bad of a pick. He could be a sleeper. But he has to stay healthy. He has that foot issue that's just been there the whole time. Yeah. Always lingering for him. I mean, the the good news is Ian Thomas is hurt right now. So there's not really anybody coming at him until yeah. Thomas gets a little healthy. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens during the preseason, see if he gets hurt. I mean, he is an older guy, but he knows how to make some sort of plays. Yeah, he could definitely. I think he's probably as of right now. I'm labeling him as a streamer, matchup dependent streamer. What do you? I mean, what do you think about Graham Gano? <laughs> I believe he missed. Uh, I, th- I believe he went in the negatives at one point last year. So he's a stud. Y- you might as well just pick him up. You draft him in the twelfth round or the first round. <laughs> Not before Justin Tucker. Oh, but you know he's gonna be on the radar. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, uh, just in case you guys were wondering. Just kidding. He's not kidding. That hurt. He he loves them. Are we going to go to the Buccaneers? Yeah. I mean, they're definitely not the Falcons or the Saints. Yeah, because they're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, true. Good, good point. Good, thank you. Thank <laughs> You're you. welcome. Thank you. <laughs> now, so they have Bruce yes. Arians now. Upgrade at coach. Upgrade at coach. Okay. Um, they are definitely going to be hucking the ball um, with Jameis Winston. So here's my first question. Do you think Jameis Winston is going to last the whole year? I think he has to. Unless he gets injured, I don't think they'll pull him from playing badly. I think the only way he doesn't play is if he gets injured. Okay. They have nobody as a backup. Ryan Griffin, have, I don't even know that is. They have Gabbert, is. bro. Do that? This is Niners, dog. <sighs> Bling. Okay, maybe he's not safe anymore. <laughs> um. Why don't we get right into the running backs? Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones. What What are you thinking? I Do you want to draft either? I hate both of them. You hate I'm both. Stay, of I'm them. staying clear of both of them. Okay. Uh, I mean, say say they dramatically fall. Okay, but they're both not very talented. Ronald Jones can't really run between tackles. He barely can catch. I don't really know what he's doing. He can't really catch the ball, which I, is I what he was supposed to do. Uh, I'm more worried about the wide receivers on this team. You know, Mike Evans, he definitely broke. I'd say he broke out last year. He's definitely going to be a top five receiver. Evans Evans has a high upside, uh, especially with uh, Godwin has a high upside. OJ Howard has a high upside. A lot of high upside. Um, I mean, they're just, I think they're just going to throw the shit out of the ball. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to get the ball moving (laughs) to the ground. I mean, I think 600 attempts is not unlikely, unlikely for these guys at all, which, because I think their running game is going to be horrible and yeah, and they're just going to have to throw the ball a whole bunch. Yeah, Mike Evans is going to have one of those years. I think he's going to have a standout year. I think Godwin's going to be a nice T2 receiver. Rashad Perriman, I'm not really worried about him. Justin Watson, Scott Miller, I'm not worried about them. They're not startable fantasy-relevant receivers. 
OJ Howard and Cameron Bright. I think they're going to be two solid tight ends. Does it concern you that James Winston likes his tight ends more than wide receivers? I like a quarterback that could spread the ball. That way defense can't key in on something. But, I mean, that's good for the tight ends. I mean, we all need some talent on the tight end side other than the the three-headed dragon that we have. So I'm rooting for the tight ends right now. We need some more variety there. We need some more people to talk about other than just sleepers and it's very darts on the wall. It's very thin. Yeah. But I think O.J. Howard is a top top five tight yeah. end. Uh, the talent is amazing. Uh, as long as he stays healthy, he'll be a top five. Yeah, and Cameron Bray could be a top ten too. They yeah. both can just ball out as well. Yeah, I just think there's going to be so many targets that are going to Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, I don't know if Cameron Bray can be – I think he could be close to tight end one, mm-hmm. but more like a tight end two, in my opinion. Jameis, do you think Jameis could be a QB one? He has a lot of running ability. He throws the ball a lot. He gets sacked a lot, and he throws a lot of picks. He either has a great game or a shitty game. Yeah, he's either going to win you the week or he's going to lose you the week. I don't know if you want to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, it, it really depends. I mean, he is in a... I'd say a relatively weak defensive division. I mean, I'm not afraid of the Falcons. I'm not afraid of the Saints. I'm not afraid of the Panthers. So, I mean, in a divisional game, I probably wouldn't be too scared playing him. But you have to be uh, out of a lot, out of a lot of options before you do that. I mean, would you rather start Cam Newton or Winston? Say they're playing each other. Oh, Newton. Newton. That Tampa Bay defense is dog garbage. That could work in Jameis Winston's favor because he'll be throwing it more, trying to catch up. I don't know. When they play each other, we'll watch and find out. I'm going with Newton. You going with Newton? I'll go with Newton. I'd probably go with Newton as well. Actually, well, when where's Jameis's ADP? I can't imagine it's high at all. It's probably undrafted at this point. Might be. So right now, I'd probably, I'd probably try to draft Cam Newton, but in that matchup, Jameis Winston wouldn't be too bad. Winston's tenth round, really? Yeah, and Newton is ninth. So okay. I mean, it's a one round difference. Yes, yeah, I would rather have Newton. Yeah, I'd probably rather have Newton. And I mean, he has really good value right now, especially yeah. for how much of a monster he used to be. Like. QB1, that's mm-hmm. it. He was the cream of the crop. He was yeah. better than Aaron Rodgers. He was pretty consistent at it, too, yeah. every year. So, so, I mean, the injury is concerning, and the talent around him, he doesn't have a lot of talent around him. He has, he has wide receivers that are probably like wide receiver twos, but he doesn't have a top-tier wide receiver one. We'll see what DJ Moore can do this year, but it's not like he has a Julio Jones. He does not. You know, or He's kind of like a Garoppolo right Odell, now. you know what I mean? Nothing good. I think it, I think they have a little bit better wide receiving core than you guys, or than Probably. the Niners, in my yeah. opinion, just slightly. But, yeah, I yeah, mean, that's I a good comp to it, even though Jimmy G hasn't played a full season yet. I'd rather have Jimmy I'm just G gonna, or I'm just going to keep yeah, really. running that over, over Jimmy and over G or again. Jimmy G or I mean uh, Winston. Winston. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm not a fan of Jimmy G. I know. But there's, there's nothing to show me that he is a top-tier – quarterback or NFL player in general who's better looking who Cam Newton or Jimmy G <laughs> I mean one dated a porn star so do I have to say anything else okay then 
That's all that matters. <laughs> Stud. Stud. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, this division's pretty wrapped up. This is a good division. This like, was a good division. This is a good division. I mean, maybe not like talent, not like overall team talent wise. Well, actually, all three of these teams, three out of the four teams, are going to have winning records. One of them is going to be in the wild card. One of them is going to be in the division, and one of them might have a winning record and not make playoffs. We'll find out. Exactly. All right. Anything to add? We good? Kickers are important. Kickers are important. Quarterbacks are useless. Exactly. That's our motto. All right, guys. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.